Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. We are taping from the My Policy Quote Studios here in Swickley, Pennsylvania. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the intros and the outros, and my fantastic producer, wonderful person, Mr. Adam Zalouf, who I could not do the show without Adam, that's for sure. We have our popular segment today. Uh, the my, my 16 cents. Where did I get that at? Larry King, uh, the legendary Larry King used to write an article on the USA uh, Today paper, and it was called My Two Cents. And he would give his two cents about sports, the theater, music, politics, everything. He would just give his opinion. And I always enjoyed reading that. And uh, I like to do that with our show, and I just call it 16 cents because that's my uniform number. So uh, I will jump around, and uh, it'll be all sports. But uh, we're going to start off with the Steelers season. They are six and eight. And obviously the big news is, you know, Trubisky or Pickett, Pickett or Trubisky. As I've said on this show and numerous other shows, I was never high on Kenny Pickett. I think he's he would have been a nice number two pick, number, great number three pick, number one pick. I would not have done that. Um, I do not think that he is the quarterback that is going to take you to a Super Bowl. And that is the goal, especially for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said at the beginning of the season, get a free agent quarterback. I did say Marcus Mariota, a guy like uh, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, and I was fine with Trubisky, and I still am fine with Trubisky. I think that the play calling has not really helped either quarterback. Um, uh, Pickett, to me, doesn't have, as I've said before, he has the gunslinger, riverboat gambler mentality, but I think don't think he has the arm to have that mentality. Trubisky, I believe, is a better quarterback. He's uh, He has some ability. I just think you have to utilize his skills better, and I don't think they have. Um, being 6-8, and eight, I, I don't know if they're much better than that. Um, I think they have some quality players. I think Najee Harris is a top-notch running back. I just think they have to give him the ball more, and they should have done what I said they should have done, and that's draft heavy offensive line because the offensive line helps the running game, helps the passing game, and it helps the defense. How does it help the defense? When your running game is going well, you're killing the clock, which keeps the defense off the field and keeps the opposing offense off the field. So I, I, that's, that's the way I like it. But, of course, they didn't do that, and their offensive line has been so-so, maybe a little better than people expected. But 6-8 and eight is about where they should be. I don't know. I, I think they are going to lose at least 9 or 10 games, uh, which will be their first, first losing season under Tomlin. Um, and uh, so that's my thoughts on that. I, I'm not high on the team at all. Um, I think they've made a lot of mistakes in the draft, and I – I'm not crazy about the front office, but which leads into the offensive coordinator, which everybody likes to talk about. That's Matt Canada. Um, I think that it seems like they start off okay and then they fade. Um, I, I don't think that they have a rhythm. I don't think that they have. If you said, okay, what what are the Steelers? What is their reputation? What is their 
their brand. What is who are they offensively? And you really can't say, I think when you have a mobile quarterback like Trubisky or even Pickett, use that mobility. Don't make them drop back passers. And you have so many weapons like Johnson and Pickens and Fryermuth and uh, Warren and, of course, Najee Harris. You have all these weapons, and I don't think they utilize them enough, uh, at least in the proper fashion. I'm not crazy about uh, Matt Canada, but he leads into my third uh, 16 cents, and that's the – well, no, it's still my second. I'll, I'll go into the third with the head coaches, but the offensive coordinators in, in the NFL. The off- the NFL has uh, – the, the offensive coordinators are all dink and dunk, three-yard patterns, five-yard patterns, and they're hoping that their receiver, the guy who catches the ball, has a lot of yards after catch. And that's asking a lot, especially now that the defense knows you're going to be throwing those short plays. You know, it's third and seven, they throw a four-yard pattern. You know, the 70s and 80s was known for running back, running backs. OK, you had the greatest backs of all time. You had more running thousand uh, yard rushes in the 70s and probably in the 80s than you ever had in history. But they also had a lot of quarterbacks who threw deep guys like Bradshaw and Kenny Stabler and Roger Staubach, Joe Namath, uh, John Hadle, who used to made his name in the AFL, but he also was with the uh, 73 Rams. And when the 73 Rams uh, head coach, Chuck Knox, who I've told you about, uh, Chuck was an uncle to me and, and meant the world to me. But when Chuck coached the Rams, his nickname throughout his football career was what? Ground Chuck. But Hadel, when they went uh, the first eight games of the year, 1973, or the first, I think, six or seven, I, I apologize, his percentage of completions was 80%, 80%. And he threw deep. He didn't throw these three yard patterns, seven yard patterns. Lawrence McCutcheon, their great running back used to go deeper than the wide receivers do now. But, uh, think of all the wide receivers of that era, the Harold Jackson's Lynn Swan, John Stallworth, uh, uh, Jack Snow used to go deep. And then Dan Fouts later in the late 80s or late 70s, early 80s with uh, Jefferson and Lofton and Joyner and all those guys. And uh, as I said, Cliff Branch, those guys would have been, you know, regular players. Steve Largent used to go deep. These guys used to average 20 a catch. I don't know if there's going to be a wide receiver today that averages 20 a catch. And I think these offensive coordinators, these young geniuses, uh, I don't see that, you know, everybody has all this respect for them and they're a genius and they're uh, they, they like they're scientists in a lab. And yet all this praise that they get and all this attention and all this next guys to be a superstar head coach, all for these dink and dunk passes, the, the quarterbacks aren't allowed to be quarterbacks. They're all called game managers. And, and maybe they're not any good. I don't know. But these offensive coordinators certainly don't allow these quarterbacks to be anything. So I'm not real crazy about the offensive coordinators in the NFL, which leads me to my third uh, of my 16 cents, and that's the head football coaches. Again, I, I talk about the 70s and 80s a lot with wrestling and baseball, and I'm 58, so maybe I'm, I'm uh, acting like an old man. But if you look at the head coaches of that, and even of the 90s, you have guys like Chuck Knox, Tom Landry, Don Shula, Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson. I'm jumping around here, of course, between decades. Chuck Knoll, 
John Madden, Bill Walsh, Dick Vermeil, Bud Grant, Bum Phillips, Don Coriel, Tony Dungy, Marv Levy, Tom Flores, Dan Reeves, Mike Ditka. And if you go a little further back, you have guys like a Sid Luckman, who was very innovative. And of course, Vince Lombardi, Paul Brown, George Hallis. And now, you know, who do you have? Uh, think about it. But those guys were not just coaches. They were teachers. They were leaders and they were innovators. OK, they weren't just play callers. They weren't, uh, you know, so-called they weren't geniuses, if you think about it. But those guys, I doubt very much you would see a receiver or a quarterback snapping on those guys or mouthing off to those. guys. They wouldn't have taken it. Even a guy like Dan Reeves, who wasn't a very emotional, outwardly emotional guy, you damn better make sure that you knew he was not going to take anything from Elway or Craig Morton or whoever he had as a quarterback, okay, uh, let alone those other guys. Uh, Chuck Noll would, would yank Terry Bradshaw and put Joe Gillum in. If Gillum wasn't doing well, he would put Bradshaw back in. He would start handwriting the game after that, you know, and nobody's feelings got hurt. Uh, Tom Landry had some uh, issues here and there with Roger Staubach. And you know the history with Mike Ditka and Jim McMahon, Phil Sims and Bill Parcells. You know, the feelings weren't hurt. Those co coaches told you what they wanted. And if you didn't do it, then there was a price to pay. But those players respected the hell out of those coaches. And, and the coaches, obviously, they respected the players as well. But the coach was a coach. The players played. But not only just their attitudes and their demeanor, but the way the game was run. Like I said, Chuck was called ground Chuck, but remember he had guys like deep threats, like Harold Jackson, Jack Snow, and John Hadle would go deep. James Harris, who had a cannon would go deep. And then whenever he went to Buffalo, he had a great running game, but he had Joe Ferguson, a quarterback. He would throw deep to a Frank Lewis and a Jerry Butler. When he went to Seattle, he had Jim Zord and Dave Craig, unbelievable running back, Kurt Warner before Kurt got hurt. Then but the year he did get hurt, he used Steve Largent that much more, and he had a running back by committee. So they did go deep. They, they weren't these three-yard patterns. And, and, and it's turned the NFL into the, this is my fourth one, the MFL, and that's the Mediocre Football League. Look at the teams that are still on the hunt. They're mediocre. Tampa Bay is leading the division, I believe. Mediocre. The Dolphins, mediocre. Uh, the Colts were in it for a while, very mediocre Dallas Cowboys who are pretty much running away with their division. I think, I don't think they're a great team. Uh, the Steelers are six and eight mediocre. Uh, the only teams, you know, they were talking about Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo is okay. They're pretty good, but I don't think you can guarantee they're going to be the Super Bowl. Kansas City, I think, is the best team with the best offensive play calling and the best quarterback and a lot of weapons. But outside of them, San Francisco, I think they have a lot of offensive weapons. So I'm not going to say they're mediocre, even with, uh, I think, Purdy, the quarterback, who's Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft. He seems to be doing pretty good. I think they'll be better once Garoppolo gets in there. But I think they're a threat. I think Kansas City and San Francisco are, are probably going to make the Super Bowl. But the rest of the teams are pretty mediocre. I, I don't see anybody dominant. Um, so all these coaching geniuses who, who spend hour upon hour in the, in, in their office, 17, 16, 15 hours in the office coming up with a game plan only to come up with a third and seven and they throw a four yard pattern. You know, I, I don't understand that. 
Um, we are going to take a quick break and we're going to go into some other sports and other common sense uh, that I've come up with after we hear from our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric jackson Lori, and my policy quote, call Lou Ragianti at 412-609-9963. My book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get that on my website at claudiorelsano.com or at the Robinson Township Barnes & Noble or at my uh, publisher, John Melvin Publishing or amazon.com. The Boxing Authority's Boxing's Best TV Show. I will get to that later with Luther Dupree Jr., Smoking Jim Frazier, and myself. You can click on, go on Channel Box and click on the WBC Live link, the World Boxing Council, Boxing's number one federation. We are aligned with them and we appreciate the connection. Uh, check us out there. And my new podcast, the Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association podcast, listen to that where I interview a lot of Great high school and college basketball coaches from Pennsylvania and some front office people as well. Check us out at pa-bca.org. And I do have a special announcement coming up uh, real soon. Um, again, it's going to be a new show, not a sports show, a new show on a new network. I'm very excited about that. Uh, me and two others are starting a media platform, a media network. I'm very excited about that. We have a bunch of shows on that. So, um, okay, we'll be right back with uh, 16 cents. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. How much was your tax penalty for your health insurance last year? Were you told your health premium was going to be something, then you wound up paying a huge tax penalty? Are you tired of being lied to about your premium and then getting stuck in the penalty box? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412 609 9963. 
Okay, welcome back to the Claudio Relsano Show and our special uh, segment, My 16 Cents. Okay, college basketball. A friend of mine who I absolutely love this man, he's a hero of mine, has played uh, a big role in my life, impact my life, John Calipari from nearby Moon Township, Pennsylvania, right across the bridge. Uh, John is an unbelievable basketball coach, but he's a even a better person. Trust me when I tell you that. Uh, he was wonderful with my dad, wonderful with me and my wife and daughter to this day. Love John. But he's been getting a lot of flack from the Kentucky fans. And I understand that Kentucky basketball is – I'm guessing that Kentucky basketball is very similar to Pittsburgh Steeler football uh, here in Pittsburgh. There, there is just a passion for – the Kentucky Wildcat basketball program, like I don't think any other basketball program in the country. John has been there, I believe, 14 years. He has a 370, he has 372 wins, 103 losses, a championship, a couple Final Fours. He has had numerous, numerous, numerous number one draft picks, numerous, numerous, numerous top three draft picks. Uh, you know, a lot of that for some reason they linked a one and done to him. When Shashevsky did it or these other coaches did it, it was okay. When John did it, it was bad. He didn't come up with this one and done. He just utilized it the way it was supposed to be done. And if you think about it, it's very – he's had some – if he would have had some of these guys stay for three years or even two years, he would have had multiple championships. But they're really on him out there now. They're 7-3 and three right now. They're still ranked in the top 20. They lost this week against UCLA. But they will not get a better coach – than John Calipari. Trust me when I tell you, he is an unbelievable recruiter. He is an unbelievable X and O guy. He's an unbelievable motivator. And on top of that, he is the type of person that you want to represent your school. Uh, he, as I said, he, he's just a, the, the nicest guy, but forget about that. But they should appreciate that man because he has done, he's brought that program back from, I mean, Patino brought it back from being, uh, uh, you know, sanctioned and not allowed to play in postseason. Rick Pitino did an unbelievable job. And then, uh, you know, there was another coach. I forgot his name, a couple coaches after that. And then they started to go down. And I believe the guy that Calipari replaced, I think, was a guy named Gillespie. I could be wrong about that. But whatever it was, John has turned that program into an unbelievable uh, thing. And for them to want to get rid of him is is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, like I said, you're not going to get any better than John on or off the court. So make sure you keep him and, and treat him with the respect uh, that, that that man deserves. Fred McGriff, congratulations for making the made for the the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's been a lot of push for him the past several years. Uh, very good ball player. I'm, I'm happy for him. For me personally. I didn't see Hall of Famer, but they put him in. Good man. Um, as I said, very happy for him. But again, as I've said on this show and numerous shows, there's two players that belong in the Hall of Fame as well. Dave Parker was considered the best player in the game. Fred McGriff was never considered the best player in the game. Dave Parker was. He was the highest paid player in the game. He had the the attitude, the championships, the MVP awards, the Golden Gloves, the batting titles. Dave had star written all over him, and he backed it up. Uh, I believe two World Series winners with Pittsburgh and Oakland. 
Um, so to have to, to not vote him in is an absolute crime. And uh, another guy, Harold Baines, again, he's in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations for Harold Baines. Great stats. Good for him. Good guy, I'm sure. Al Oliver belongs. If Harold Baines is in, if Jim Rice is in, Parker's in. If if McGriff is in, Parker's in. If Harold Baines is in, Al Oliver is in. Al was, to this day, a lot of those pitchers who went against him say he was the best hitter we went against. There was no holes in the swing. And the old line about Al Oliver was he could wake up at 3 in the morning and hit a line drive. Al was a hitter. And he was a great center fielder and a fantastic first baseman. Won a World Series with 71 Pirates. A batting title in 82 with Montreal. Uh, 11 years later, um, and deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as well. So hopefully the Veterans Committee will get those guys in. And I hope the Pirates go on a campaign to really promote, because that helps, to really help those two guys. Because I know it's important to them, and and they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Pitt, I just read today, University of Pittsburgh is going to be going to the Sun Bowl in Tulsa next week. Matter of fact, my daughter is going to be performing. My daughter Ida is a senior at Pitt. She's a two-year captain of the color guard, so I'm extremely proud of her. And um, she's going to be in the uh, Sun Bowl at halftime. And, of course, the parade and all that. But seven or eight starting players, key players, stud players, award-winning players, are not going to be playing in the bowl game. And not just for Pitt, but I think it's spreading all over that senior players or players who are not going to come back are not going to play in a bowl game. Now, Kenny Pickett didn't play last year. A lot of people were upset about that. I believe it was the Peach Bowl. Well, if you remember, the quarterback, uh, Nick Patty, got hurt. I think he hurt his collarbone, the guy who took over for uh, Pickett. If Pickett gets gets hurt, he's not going to be number one draft pick for the Steelers. I think it's a business decision for these players. I think it's a smart business decision for these players. And to be honest with you, I, if I was a head coach, I would I would use a John Calipari line. Whenever his players want to uh, go to the NBA, he said, "If you want to do what's good for me, you'll stay here at Kentucky. If you want to do what's good for you, you'll go to the NBA." And Narduzzi and the rest of these coaches. I'd say the same thing. If you want to do what's good for me, you'll stay and play that game. If you want to do what's good for you, you'll go to the NFL. And so I understand these players wanting to go. And, and most coaches, I would think, would understand and say, hey, I get it. You get hurt, God forbid. You're going to lose millions of dollars. So go ahead. So are the, are the bowl games that important outside of the top four bowl games that are trying for a championship? You know, I, I guess – each team gets a nice chunk of change, which is always good. But And you never have enough money. Never, ever. I don't care who you are as an individual, a company, a, a, an organization, a school, a team. You never have enough money. But I know Pitt a few years ago got this huge, huge number. I don't know how many millions they, were, they, they received for the football program. Whatever they get from the Sun Bowl, is it really going to make a dent? Is it that important? For any of these schools, for any of these schools. Are the bowl? I think the bowl games are great for the fans, I guess, you know, but what importance are they anymore? I, I am wondering, especially with the great players or starting players not playing. So, uh, again, I'm not, 
outside of the game that my daughter, when I was a kid, I used to watch the bowl games, but anymore, I just don't watch them. And I wonder again, are people going to watch them and go to them and attend them if the starting players aren't going to be there? They're star players. Greatest quarterback of all time, the GOAT. Everybody obviously labels Tom Brady with that. And I'm curious, and I always appreciate your emails, comments, and questions. What determines a great quarterback? Is it Super Bowls? Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino didn't. Nobody in the world would ever take, no offense to Trent Dilfer, but nobody in the world would ever take Trent Dilfer over Dan Marino. I look at the whole picture. Uh, I will not lower my um, ranking of Dan Marino, who, in my opinion, was the most talented quarterback of all time. Uh, Joe Montana, another one. But back to Chuck Knox again. He's, now, again, uh, he, he didn't coach against Brady. But at the time, he said the two greatest uh, quarterbacks he ever saw were Joe Namath and Dan Marino. And um, so I'm just curious what you guys – what makes you determine the best? Is it just the Super Bowls? Um, there was a lot of great running backs who didn't win Super Bowls. Okay. Emmett Smith has a bunch of Super Bowls, has more yards than anybody. Is he better than an Earl Campbell, a Gale Sayers, an OJ, uh, a, a Jim Brown, um, a Jim Taylor, Paul Hornig? I, I, I don't know. So uh, I'm just curious what your thoughts are and, and send me some emails. Uh, Quarterbacks, back to quarterbacks again. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that are playing today, starting Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan, just to name a few. I mean, are, are they great quarterbacks? Are they game managers? I don't see anybody. I, I mean, Mahomes obviously is off the charts. Dak, Dak Prescott, you know, he's, he's all right. You know, he's a nice quarterback. He has his moments. Um, obviously, Rodgers. Is, is still talented. I don't know what's going on there. I haven't followed them, but he's obviously a talented guy. He's one of the all-time greats. And Mahomes, I like the guys who can move out of the pocket, throw three-quarters over him, sidearm flip. I like those guys. But um, are there really any great quarterbacks today? And, and back to the mediocre MFL, when you see the Colts leading the Vikings by, I don't know, 33 points and they lose, or Dallas was beating – I believe Jacksonville yesterday. Jacksonville comes back and beats them. I, I just think that the quarterbacks are mediocre. Not all of them, of course. As a whole, you know, a lot of them are mediocre. The league's mediocre. And with the nutrition and the training, and they don't have to have jobs in the off season and the and the coaching and all that. Why aren't these players better? They look better, but why aren't they better? Not just in, in football either. Um, Michael Andretti will go to race car driving. I'm a huge Indy car fan because of the Andretti family. Obviously, Mario is one of my uh, favorite people who's had impact on me. He was on our show, of course. But Michael owns Andretti Autosport, and he wants to have a car represented in all, all the disciplines, in NASCAR and Indy. And he's been trying very hard to get into the F1. And there's a possibility that they're going to get into it, uh, be accepted by Christmas, and I hope they do. They they've been turned down. You know, just they have the magical name, the iconic name that Mario started. And to be honest with you, Michael had a fantastic racing career, a fantastic racing career, who won many races, and his grandson Marco has made some noise. So the Antretti name has been going on 
since the uh, since the sixties, you know, so fifty some odd years, the name has been the top, and and and, and everybody knows the Andretti name, but F one turned them down. So Andretti was very persistent, and he's still trying. And now, just uh, last week, they announced a $200 million project that they're building in Fishers, Indiana, where they're going to have, uh, obviously, their, their, all their cars, their garages. They're going to have an amphitheater, an Italian restaurant, offices. It's a beautiful complex. And uh, just to show F1, hey, we mean, we're in this for real. Uh, we want to be a part of F1. We want to be a major player in all the disciplines, and uh, and I certainly wish them all the best, and I give them a ton of credit. I love what they've done on the track, both Mario and Michael, but I also study and, and observe and try to emulate a lot of their business decisions slash moves very much. So I'm, I'm wishing them all the best in their F1 um, uh, wish. We are going to take another quick break. That was my 10th Common Sense. Six more to go after we hear from our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, and My Policy Quote. Uh, go to MyPolicyQuote.com and call Lou Ragianti. It's his personal cell phone at 412-609-9963. I use My Policy Quote, and I have great insurance because of them. Don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not to Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture in the Field and in the Office. Get that at my website, ClaudioRelsano.com. Boxing's best TV show, The Boxing Authorities with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smoking Jim Frazier. Go to Channel Box and click on the WBC Live link. And my new podcast, uh, the Basketball Pennsylvania Basketball Coaches Association podcast. Go to pa-bca.org and listen to my interviews with great basketball coaches from Pennsylvania, both high school and college, and front office people. And I have a special announcement coming up on a new show, a business show that I will be doing. We will be right back with the Claudio Rosano Show and 16 Cents. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. How much was your tax penalty for your health insurance last year? Were you told your health premium was going to be something, then you wound up paying a huge tax penalty? 
Are you tired of being lied to about your premium and then getting stuck in the penalty box? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412-609-9963. Welcome back to the Claudio Relsana Show and My 16 Cents. The Pirates, 2023, they've picked up a few guys here and there, uh, a catcher, a couple first basemen, a couple pitchers. I I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference. Are they another 100 loss season? I'm saying here in December that I'm afraid that they're going. I hope not. I hope not. Um, But. I'm thinking they're going to be another 100 loss season, if not 100 losses, you know, 98, 97. You know, you can't be happy with that either. But uh, I, I just don't see them making any noise. Cincinnati's going to not have a good year. I, I so that they might not finish last because of Cincinnati. But I, I just is that where you set the bar? You know, so you don't finish last, you don't win 100 games. I, I don't know. I I was in a I was born and raised in a great era, not so much born, but raised in a great era of the seventies where every year from 70 to 79, there was some expert out there who said the pirates were going to win the world series. They were competitive every year and, um, they won the series obviously in 71 and 79. So I grew up in a great era and unfortunately there hasn't been a great era like that in a long time. And I don't expect them to, do much in 2023. I hope they do, but I don't think they will. Managers in baseball. There's a couple that are out there that have not gotten jobs who I don't understand. They're not the analytics guys. They don't, they just don't come to the ballpark and have the lineup made up for them. Maybe that's why they're not managing, which I think is really hurting the game. And the guys that I would hire right now would be Ozzie Guillen, unbelievable X and O guy, Mike Sosha, Unbelievable. Willie Randolph is probably the oldest out of all these guys, but I guarantee you uh, he has more pep than a lot of the guys coaching today. Don Mattingly, who I believe is going to be a hitting coach, I want to say in Toronto. I could be wrong about that, but he he's not coach. He's not the manager anymore for Florida. But uh, I think Don Mattingly is a great manager. Tony Pena is a, another guy who's, you know, up there in years, maybe 62, 63 years old, but he's another one, has a ton of fire in him and a ton of knowledge. Those guys, Ozzie and Social, Willie Randolph, Madeline, and Pena, it's a shame that they're not managing in a major league uniform because they are the best. They, they, they would be, in my opinion, one of those guys would, would just, all, all those guys would be considered, in my opinion, the best in the game, and uh, it's a shame that they're not out there. The Penguins, I'd love to see one more run from them. And they just won seven in a row. They've had they've been a streaky team. I believe they have. If, it, if they're not the oldest team in the game, they're one of the oldest. But I'd like to see one more run out of them. And we'll have our hockey expert, Rick Mitchell, on to talk about them more. But Sidney Crosby's having a great year. And uh, Malkin is having a nice year. Jari, the goalie's a little streaky for my money. But... Um, I really hope they can go make a nice deep run in the playoffs. I enjoy watching the Penguins. I know nothing about the game, but I really root for them. A lot of them live in Swickley, and I see them, you know, talking to people, and especially said, very nice, very nice young man. 
And uh, again, I like, and the coach lives in Swickley as well. But I, I'd love to see them uh, make one more good run in the Stanley Cup. Uh, I've been watching um, some uh, Lee Trevino and Arnold Palmer documentaries. There's a great Arnold Palmer documentary, a three part series that I watch all the time. And then a sports century and a lot of interviews with Lee Trevino. Those were the two guys that I enjoyed watching growing up as a kid. And they were obviously dominant figures along with Jack Nicholas and Gary player, Chichi Rodriguez and guys like that. But Palmer and Trevino, I loved watching and also loved their, you guys know me by now. I also love their business acumen, things they did off the course, but um, check those out. I, I think you will enjoy watching those guys and, Again, the difference between those personalities and today's, there's, there's quite a difference. Um, number 15. There were some shows, I'm not going to really name them or even what networks, but I was watching some pregame football shows, not the ones right before the game, but the pre-pregame shows. Boring. They try to be funny. They're not. I'm not saying that their insight of the game was bad because it's not okay. They played it and, and coached it, but their personalities are not made for TV, not made for TV. And then there's some other ones, you know, some localish ones that nice people, I'm sure I met a couple of nice guys, but if your team, be it the Steelers or pirates lose by a big chunk, say it. And try to add some flavor to it. Don't just say they lost or they won. And, you know, whenever and, – and this may sound bad or, or patting us on the back. But Luther Dupree, Smoking Jim, Frazier, and myself, we do Steel City Sports World, which is the longest-running show on PCTV. And it's uh, – it, we cover all sports, not just local. And we not only give good information, but it's entertaining. One thing, it's never boring. Trust me when I tell you that. So you can go to PCTV21.org, watch us, PCTV47, Verizon, PCTV21, Comcast, and check us out. <clears throat> or you can go on Luther's uh, YouTube channel, Steel City Luke, and you, you see what I'm talking about. And our boxing show, which I talk about all the time, there's a lot of boxing shows out there, a lot of boxing podcasts. Some of them, all they do is swear all day long. Or some of them all, and that's fine. Like I said, some of them are good. I'm not ripping on anybody in particular. I'm just telling you that's not my flavor. Um, but they'll talk about the fight that's coming up in a week, and they'll beat that to just the hell and back. Then they'll talk about the fight that happened last week, and that's it. Our show is a boxing variety show where we talk about fights from 50 years ago, fights that are going to happen next week, fights that happened last week. We have great guests. We've had Jerry Cooney, Don Lalonde, Mike Weaver, former champions, Mauricio Suleiman, the president of the WBC. We've had a bunch of great guys on. And 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 to be honest with you, we I, I every show I open up with, welcome to the always informative, always entertaining, the boxing authorities. We are always informative and we're always entertaining. And we also do another show called Steeler Pre-Snap, 8 in the mornings on Sundays. Um, the boxing show, you guys know where to check us out, WB, uh, Channel Box, WBC Live. And you can go to, again, Luke's uh, Steel City Luke's uh, uh, YouTube channel to watch Steeler Pre-Snap. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, obviously our boxing show was picked up. 
But I think our Steel City Sports Show should be picked up as the Steeler Precept Show should be picked up. We're not boring. We give great information. We uh, we're specific on things. We joke. We have fun. It's it's they're great shows. They're just great shows. And when I see some of these shows on TV, it's like what the hell? You know, give us a shot. So and we're trying. We're trying. And uh, like I said, but I, I say this to Jim and Luther, and they've said it too. After we leave the show, or after the show's over, we said, damn, that show went quick. That hour went quick. That 45 minutes went quick. That 30 minutes went quick. And we're always in a better mood after we, we're done with the show because we enjoy the shows. And we enjoy presenting it to the fans. We've gotten great feedback. So um, I, I tell you, I, I absolutely love being with those guys, and it's just the, the best shows out there. I, I, and I, it may sound like I'm bragging. But like Al Oliver used to say, it ain't bragging if you can back it up. We back it up. Finally, number 16, the Bruno San Martino documentary. Uh, I was uh, I, I've watched it numerous times. I was at the opening here in Pittsburgh. Larry Richard, the uh, who has the uh, Super K radio show on uh, KDK, the voice of Pittsburgh. You hear him at the Steeler games, the Pen Penguin game, uh, Pen Pit Panther games. He does pregame show, postgame show. He does the PA announcing. Larry's everywhere, and he's a great guy on top of that. But he is a huge part of the documentary and um and I, i'll never forget at the end of the documentary i watched for some reason i watched the credits and they and he included my name in, in the credits which meant the world to me uh larry's the best but and he's been on our show as well but check out the bruno san martino documentary i believe you can get that uh, just look it up i don't want to say the wrong way to get it larry's going to kill me but you can buy it and, and uh, you know, uh, online, whatever. And it's a great documentary. It, it talks about Bruno's life in Italy and the hell that his mother went through to uh, survive her, her three kids, uh, including Bruno and herself. She was shot at, stabbed at. She had to rob her own house. She had to climb mountains up and down in the cold dead of winter during the war and brought her kids here to the States and obviously uh, three successful children. And of course, Bruno, you know, you know what he did, but I don't want to give too much away, but definitely check out the Bruno San Martino documentary. You will not regret it. You will be riveted to the TV and you will look at Bruno, not just as in my opinion, the greatest wrestler of all time, but you will look at the man that much more and appreciate his life and maybe even appreciate you know, your life that much more. So definitely get it. It's an, it, it'll have impact on you. Well, that's it. And that's, uh, we do, this is our last taping. We do have a show coming up, uh, next week that we taped with a uh, smoking Jim and Nick Kaplack. That will be uh, the, uh, we're going to have a series of great wrestlers of the seventies and eighties. You know me, I like my seventies and eighties and baseball, basketball, football, wrestling, and music, right? And even movies, but it's a great series. Smoking Jim and Nick are obviously great all the time, and they're huge wrestling fans of that era. So that'll be on next week. But I do want to wish all of you a a great holiday season and, and a blessed, special 2023. I appreciate all of my sponsors, our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. 
criminal defense attorney, Eric Jackson Laurie, who I love, Eric, godfather to his son, Noble, with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. And our newest sponsor, my policy quote, call Lou Ragianti on his cell phone number. If he doesn't answer, he'll get back to you quick and at, at uh, 412-609-9963. And go to mypolicyquote.com. And then my book, you can get that on my website, The Boxing Authorities. I told you about that. Best show in boxing. Uh, and uh, Steel City Luke, you can check us out there as well. But check us out on Channel Box. We get more credit for it there. And then um, uh, Steel City Sports World on PCTV21, Comcast, PCT47, Verizon. You can check us out. We're on all the time. We're on live the first Wednesday at 6 o'clock every month. And, uh, of course, Rick Mitchell, thank you for the intros and outros. Adam Zalouf, wonderful, the best producer, but even a ten times better person. Adam's the best. And, again, thank you to all the fans. Subscribe to the show. Have a great holiday. Have a wonderful 2023. And, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. to my mom she can't understand me she gets so cranky and irritable well your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds and that leaves her trying to guess what you said this makes conversation exhausting for her can we help her Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Are you tired of paying too much for health insurance? With those enormous premiums, you lose yardage, then get sacked with all the upfront costs. What are you paying for? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 412-609-9963.